Welcome. 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 Um, welcome. Welcome to the Feeling Great Show. With Luke. I'm Fionn. And this show is designed to get you happier. Healthier. And into incredible shape. Let's make sure we enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another podcast. This is actually take two. If you've been watching on Facebook, you're going to see probably about two and a half minutes of this. And now we're actually started. But yes, welcome back to a new podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a couple of different things to do with your training. And especially if you're someone who is in an intermediate to potentially long-term training program, and you just kind of want to level up a little bit. You've hit a bit of a plateau and you want some sound like Big Ben going off there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you want a few new ideas to get with. So obviously, as always, joined by my co-host. Luke Hayer. Of course, in the building. We are the dynamic duo. Turn up each week, getting the podcast done and making sure that we're putting out regular content for you on Facebook, you on Spotify and you on Apple Music, wherever you're listening from. So I'm going to get you to kick off with your first point. What do you think is the most important thing for someone who has potentially been in a serious training block who is just kind of getting themselves, uh, you know, really established potentially six months to a year or further with training. What is the, the your biggest standpoint? Um, I reckon double scoop pre-workout. I don't think so. <laughs> no, you definitely don't want to start with that. What I would say is when people go to the gym, they get some great results and you'll get the motivation through and you're seeing the training progression all the time, which is really, really good. But what I feel like people need to move on to is making sure they're constantly getting progressive overload. Now, progressive overload sounds very technical, but it's really not. It's quite basic. All you need to do is make sure you're doing a little bit more than what you were doing previously. Now, you're doing three sets of 12 on the leg press and you're leg pressing 200 kilos or 100 kilos, whatever it may be. If you just go up to 102.5, that's progressive overload. If you go up to 12, 12, and then you, on the third set, 13 reps, that's progressive overload. So as long as you keep focusing on doing that, you're always, always going to get better. Now, to progressively overload, you could do it in weight, reps, sets, or you could even do frequency of workouts. But don't try and do it too fast, too soon. You just need to focus on slow, continual progression. Over time, it'll get you a great result. Fully agree with that. Um, and I think that, you know, that progressive overload standpoint is so important. You you picking up on the fact you're a little bit quieter. Mate, your, your sound is crisp and clear compared to me. You've absolutely done me. You've Facebook, done, I don't You've really done me fully dirty. We're going to keep going, though. We are going to keep going. Yeah. We never... We never, um, we never take two takes. No. It's nearly lunchtime. It's currently 11 minutes past 12. I should be eating right now. So you're going to get this slightly scrunchy, crunchy... And you're going to go in with a second tip. But it's not, it's not always perfect. Right. In terms of training, when you're in the gym, making, trying to make your physique look a bit better, trying to get stronger, whatever your current goal is, fat loss, muscle gain, blah, blah, blah. You want to be training with some sort of intensity. Now, intensity comes into play with a lot of different ways and you can make your session more intense, less intense, given the fact maybe you've had a bad night's sleep, so you'd drop your intensity and just try and get into the gym. That's important. However, if you're feeling 100% raring to go, your intensity, your intensity will probably be through the roof and you want to really push on and, and make the most out of that session. Now, you can increase your intensity by increasing your, your load. So making sure you did a little bit more than last week. You can maybe stick a little bit more weight on the bar. 
you know, you can maybe do another set. Again, that progressive overload standpoint. Or you could make sure on your last set, you're going to absolute failure. Now, for some people, this is a concept that they don't like because failure is associated with, you know, um, bad and it's negative and these kind of things. When you're bringing yourself to a point of failure in the gym, when you're getting stronger, when you're lifting these weights, that failure standpoint is actually a positive thing. You're bringing yourself to pure muscular fatigue and you're getting yourself completely wiped out. You've got nothing left. That's what's going to give you the most amount of growth and strength and also confidence as well. Because if you're pushing yourself to that last point, you're going to feel amazing. It's feel good. You're also going to feel confident with a new set of weights or a new boundary that you've just pushed past. So increase your intensity by either weights, sets, or just making sure that you're, you're just pushing a little bit more than you did last time. Again, you know, a little side off from that progressive overload point that we had before. It's, it's true because progressive overload is one thing, but the intensity people hit at is people don't go to the gym with enough intensity. They don't go with enough push that session. You know, they go for the motion. So you're completely right. My second part to this would be actually deloading. So understanding that you can't keep push, 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 pushing every week, month, year. You actually need to learn to take a step backwards and actually allow your body to rest and recover. Now, a simplistic way of looking at deloading, because that's another topic, would just be to drop in your weights you're lifting from 100 kilos. You maybe just take off 20 or 30% from that. So that 100 kilo squat becomes a 70 kilo squat. You do the same training plan, the same reps, the same sets, but you just do 30% less weight or 20% less weight. The following week, you go back in, hit a new training block. I guarantee you will be stronger. You'll feel better. And you will just, things will feel just crisper and clearer. I like that. Deload. Something I certainly didn't do enough of. And I've been training for a good amount of time. Probably factor in a bit of deload to my um, training as well. I like that point. I would then say, okay, what we had, progressive overload, training intensity, deload. Okay, so before you're going into your session, if you want to get a lot out of it and if you want to have lots of energy, lots of focus, sometimes having, um, you know, a, a carb heavy with a little bit of protein or a little bit of sugar um, kind of meal before your training might help. Okay, so let's say 45 minutes to an hour before your training, you have, um, you know, 50 grams of oats with some honey and a banana, for example. You know, if you're someone who um, gets quite bloated, then maybe it not might not be the best option for you. Or if you're someone who might feel yourself getting stitches and things like this and you know that might feel like an odd concept honestly just give it a go okay so i before my training about 45 minutes to an hour before i have 30 grams of oats some water and 15 grams of jam i just blitz that up and i neck it it's not the nicest thing in the world and then just before i come in i have like one of these squares bars you've heard of it yeah, squares yeah, bar? yeah easy it's literally just like rice krispies with some chocolate drizzled over the top but that I don't know whether it's mentally or actual from a from a nutritional standpoint actually does give me that little bit more boost, but it's going to give me the energy that I need um, to output within that session. So fueling yourself properly. If you're someone who doesn't like to, um, you know, like I say, eat before, it's not the most important thing. Maybe a caffeinated drink might help, whether it be a black coffee, whether it be, you know, half of an energy drink if you're not used to drinking those things. Some people are that far into the training that something like a pre-workout might help as well. These things aren't essential, but they might give you that extra little boost that you need 
to push a new weight, to, to do a new PB or to increase your intensity or to make sure you ensure a, um, some progressive overload from your training last week. And a big thing to remember is that Fionn and I have very different goals, even though both of us want to get stronger and we want to look better. But it's all about managing what you want to achieve. So for Fionn, it's about getting as strong as possible and as big as possible. And you've only just started training, really, haven't you? You're new to training. When you actually look at it that way, I yeah. think your mic, you might be better off speaking. Let's go over here. Give me the mic. Oh, so much better, isn't it? That might be better. Isn't that amazing? What good feeling. So go. what you've got to think about is that you've got to make it fit with your goal. So if you're a female listening to this right now and your goal is fat loss, then do you really need the Rice Krispie squares? Probably not. However, Fion is a bulk. He's looking for a calorie surplus, building muscle, getting as strong as possible. You need to be ramping your calories up, don't you? Yeah. So there's only so many hours in a day you can eat and with good quality foods. So actually by having jam, by having oats, by having um, the squares, you're getting a lot of calories in for lesser volume food. And that's going to make you f obviously hit those calories higher, which means then you're going to build more muscle. If you're... Jenny from the blog, and you want to lose like one or two pounds of body fat, then probably eating rice crispy squares wouldn't be the the best option. Yeah, maybe go for some um, well those one those those um, caramel um, millionaire shortbreads. Oh, yeah, yeah, like like a, like a tiny little one of those. Yeah, yeah, like one or two of those. Yeah, if you really want to put on some um, put on some timber, <laughs> put on some pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're Jenny from the block, don't use those. Yeah. We're joking. Don't if you're Jenny from the block or you you're any Cassie from the block, wherever you're from the block, don't go eating millionaire squares. They're very very high. But what we're trying to say is, it comes down to purely your goal and where you're leveled at, at the moment. Thing we're going to finish with now. My mic actually works. Is make sure you focus on all your factors outside of the gym. Me and Fion were just talking about the sleep cycle app a minute ago, and you've been tracking your sleep. I put it there. I've been tracking my sleep um, each night and just making sure that I have a metric to go by because recently my kind of energy's been low and my, you know, my mood's not been great and that's loads of different factors which might come into that. But tracking that sleep metric, I've actually found out something really interesting. And although it's only been for, let's say, three or four nights, four or five nights, I can't remember what it is, but, you know, out of like two or three of those nights, I've realised I've been in bed for, you know, between seven and eight hours, but I've only been like actually asleep across that time for like five, five and a half to six hours. So I'm not getting enough sleep. So there'll be, you know, potentially lots of different things I can do to change that. Whether it's, you know, caffeine content, whether it's, um, you know, give myself an extra hour in bed so that I'm asleep an hour before. So I maybe bump that up to that six and a half to seven hours, whether that's me being on my phone and not winding down properly. There's lots of different things. But unless you have a metric and you're tracking things, it's very difficult to pinpoint where that problem is. And that's, that's what we're going to finish off with because what I wanted to end with is you're smashing the gym hard and maybe not seeing the results you want to see, but you need to start looking at the other areas, sleep, stress, productivity, how much work you're doing, is your work efficient, all those kind of factors. So make sure you bear those in mind when you're looking at getting better in the gym. So if your main goal is to get you know, healthier, happier, stronger, in great shape. You'll do that from smash to the gym, but the gym will only take you so far. You need to start looking at the other areas of your life, the other sections, and make sure that you're ticking the box on those because if you're getting crap quality sleep, you're working long hours, your diet's terrible, then it's going to have a massive impact on the rest of your life. You end it there? End it there. Thanks for listening. Sorry about the 
the impromptu podcast. But remember, it's all it's all raw. We're not, know, we're not perfect. Know, do you know what I just realised? We bought a new mic, didn't we? Yeah. Because the the mic started complete, like mucking around. Yeah. I'm gonna literally contact whoever they are. Yeah. And I'm I'm not happy. That's a second mic now. This is the third mic. If you're listening, Audio Technica. <laughs> If you're, you're direct, get... if you're director of Audio Technica, I'm going to be emailing you right now. No sponsorships, all right. <laughs> yeah. None. No comments. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. Share it on your story. Leave a rating. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week with some better audio.